What's happening, everyone? Welcome to the Mouthpiece Wrestling Podcast. I am your host, Darry Lips, along with my man, Gio. Hello, hello. How we doing, sir? You good? Yeah, doing good. I'm a bit sick, so I sound a bit off. <laughs> got, the, got the blues, got the blues version <laughs> of Gio today, yeah. <laughs> right, let's get straight into it, because there's, there's a lot happening this week. We have actually got things happening. Where do you want to start, man? Oh, I think... Let's start with probably the biggest talking point, Tessa Blanchard. Um, actually, Ugh. first, I would like to say uh, a rest in peace to La Parker. Big loss. Yeah. Big, big loss. I mean, I mean it's not the one from WCW, but... Yeah, but it's, you know, he's been it's... a character since like 96, it just 97. Sucks. It just sucks that a botch is what took him out. Yeah. We were in a dive, wasn't it? He dived outside the ring or something. He dived outside of the ring. He hit the railing, and then he's been in the. He was in the hospital since, and then he just went into like, I think a couple of like organ failures or something due to the complications of all this. Wow. Because he had like a severely broken neck, like he was roughed up from it. Eek. Well, yeah, big big loss. Um, and we wish him and his family well. But this. Let's get on. Tessa Blanchard. She has been... Um, oh, I feel sorry for Impact out of all this. Like, it's taken a shine off what they've spent all year building up to. All she had to do was just shut up for another couple of hours. Yeah. Like, she really did mess it up. Because they've... You know, okay, yes, it's gone on quite a long time. But it's quite a big deal. So I, I kind of get... Like the booking, okay, maybe it's dragged out a little bit longer than it should have. But it's if their if their plan was to kick off twenty twenty like this, I guess it makes sense. But for her to, it just went backfired. I don't even think she put that on Twitter to cause a reaction. You know that it just backfired. No, it's just she she was expecting people to. You know, I'm not a big. I'll say right off the bat, I'm not a big Tessa Blanchard fan. I don't see the hype. I think she stands out on a poor show. I think that's what... You know what I mean? She she is impact. Like, like and that women's I guess so, because besides impact. Sammy Callahan, there's nobody really on the impact roster that I'm like, ooh, wow about. What? Ken Shamrock, man. <laughs> Listen... Uh, <laughs> Ken Shamrock was good maybe in like the 90s. <laughs> because like, it's funny. Like I looked at the card, right? And it's like, so it's Ken Shamrock in one. And then there's RVD in one. And then there's Rhino in one. And you're like, oh, really? <laughs> like, come on, man. What am I watching here? <laughs> Another ECW invasion. Oh my gosh. Um, it's, not, but yeah. it's just, like I said, I, I don't, I don't get it. Like, I don't, Half the time, I don't know who's a heel and who's a face over there. No. I, they got, like, not the greatest of roster because everybody's knows better than the work there and has gone in other places. Mm. And they haven't like, been relevant since 2012. No. And, and I think it's um, it's a shame because... I actually feel like they've put effort into this. And from the high, I only watched the highlights. I, I didn't watch the whole match. 
looked like a really good match between her and Sammy. Like, you know, it looks like it, it came off like a big deal in the bit I watched. Like, they told it well. Problem is now, because of her and her Twitter mouth, the, the follow-up is key. For them to get any sync out of this, it's the follow-up. You know, and they're now going to have a very different follow-up um, than they probably had planned. But, I don't know. Just It was just so silly. But I did laugh at um, Keith Lee and Tony Nese's version of it. <laughs> <laughs> so they did the same thing. Uh, I did laugh at that. <laughs> Fair play to them too. I forget about Tony Nese, you know. Like, I don't know. He just is like a lost man, isn't he? But, well, I think, wasn't he dressed at the SmackDown and nobody, like, he just hasn't been on since? Yeah, pretty much. I think I see him jobbed out like they use Tazawa sometimes, don't they, on Raw? Um, but I haven't really seen him do anything, which, again, is a shame. He's on 205, which I, I still don't get that show. still going. I thought he was dead, but... I think it's because they signed the contract before NXT made the move to USA. Right. So, so sort of once, this, once this is over, it's kind of just going to be integrated into one thing because they've already made it the NXT Cruiserweight Championship. Yeah. yeah which they should have done from the beginning. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, as I say, I, I've always been a big fan. I really enjoyed 205 in the, the Drew Gulak Championship. I watched it. That was probably the one wrestling show I never missed. Um, so, yeah. Um, it, it, I'm pleased that they're getting some some recognition. I just wish they stopped using them as jobbers, you know, or PowerPoint presentations. You know. Oh, yeah, well. God almighty. Um, a few sign-ins have been announced. Marty Skrull. Yeah, I, he's, I go, he's sticking with Ring of Honor, and now he's yeah. going to be one of the head bookers. Yeah, I see that sort of working. Maybe in, in that's what they need, because since losing the Elite, they haven't even been that good. <laughs> no, no. No, they've been losing, um, they've been losing the war, like, from getting to a good standard, yeah, since the Elite dropped off, Ring of Honor hasn't really had much, but that's a big signing for them. And I mean, but they signed everyone to at least again, two years, didn't they? Yeah. Then again, that's Ring of Honor's problem was that they put so much effort into, you know, doing this thing with the Bullet Club and the Elite and the crossover that they didn't really build up anybody else. So when they left, they were like, where do we go from here? Yeah, yeah, didn't have a plan because, yeah, it's exactly that. They didn't have a backup plan, did they? And hopefully, he can do some stuff with them. Um, I'm, yeah, I've, I don't know what his booking is like. Um, he's going to be sharing the position with Hunter Johnson, isn't he? Who's, uh, who's the executive producer. So working alongside him. So hopefully that should... Uh, no, it's good for him. Good for them. It's a big sign-in. It will make people tune into Ring of Honor a few times just to see that. Um, and they did say that he's continuing the stuff with um, Aldis, isn't he? So maybe if they can do some stuff with NWA well, Power. But... I mean, that's the thing working for Ring of Honor is it's an easier schedule where you can get booked in a lot of other places because you're treated as an independent. Mm -hmm. They don't really sign you to exclusive deals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, a lot of them are from AAA. Oh, there's some from Japan. They're all over. Yeah, yeah. 
but yeah, so no, good, good for them, good for him. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm pleased to see. It. I'm excited to see what he can do. Ring of Honor does need a little bit of a kick in the butt, so um, yeah, I, can only be good. And he's, you know, he, he must have turned down some money though. He must have been offered it. You know that, like. I'm struggling to think that people didn't go all out for him. Um, but yeah. Well, suppose, and, what, from what I'm reading, is Tony Khan right now with signings is very, very, being very, very cautious because he feels he's made a couple of bad deals when it came to signing some of them. Yeah, I, I was reading that, that he's already, uh, he's already worried. Because um, it's funny. So apparently... So Brian Cage was, I thought, announced, but his wife's come out and said that's not true, didn't she? <laughs> so I, I don't know. I I thought it was see, a done deal because I, I messaged it to you, but apparently this Melissa Santos, his wife, said yeah, no, he's just injured. Uh, I don't <laughs> see much in him though. He's like just a big generic dude. Mm. That I don't know. That's just me. He's got a cool finisher. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and he he clearly uh. Clearly knows where to get some steroids from. No, I'm joking. Joking. <laughs> <laughs> joking. But yeah, it's funny because it came out this morning and I sent it to you. And then his wife sort of tweeted back to that social uncensored and said, interested. I'm his wife. This is news to me. Who confirmed this? <laughs> okay. Um, fair enough. Uh, apparently he's just injured. So I don't know. Um, yeah, but he got sure. injured a while ago too when he was feuding with Elgin. Yeah, so... Uh, I thought we were going to say um, he was here, but uh, I guess he's not. I guess he's not in AEW. But again, then with the Tony Khan news and this, that, and the other, like maybe he's realizing that wrestling is not a cheap business, you know? Uh, well, like I said, I think it's that he's realized that some of the people that he signed haven't done what he expected them to, to do. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And that's a, that's a lot of money. Um, just be, uh, just maybe, be, maybe uh, they're saving up because apparently, from what I heard, they're trying to get Matt Hardy over there to lead the Dark Order. Yeah, there was that too. And Matt's like, I mean, Matt's tweets have been quite cryptic. And then Bray Wyatt jumped in, didn't he, with that tweet with the he said he'd help him. Yeah, let me in thing in capital letters. It's just it's Matt Hardy, isn't it? Like you never know what he's gonna do. Like. <laughs> He does play his social media thing, stuff very thing well. Thing is, it's wherever he goes, he is an asset because the guy knows how to write and tell a story. That's some of maybe the best stuff that TNA had. Yeah. Was yeah. between Borash producing it and Matt Hardy writing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was there. That stuff, like, even, like, his wife, who annoys me, like, no end, but even she was quite good in amongst like it was amazing and like it never really worked in the WWE like it did in TNA um but well, because um, I think he I think he was also afraid to go full in on it in case he ever decided to leave so that they couldn't take any of that stuff yeah yeah I think you I think I think you're right but it's been a bit cryptic it's getting into that sort of it's almost like silly season isn't it for um for signings and stuff coming through WrestleMania and that obviously they're trying to I guess they're trying to snap up some people for um, for Royal Rumble and stuff, and <coughs> you know plans for after WrestleMania. So um, because there was also the tweet yesterday from Dawson of Revival as well, wasn't it? 
um saying guys yep. it's time to go away for a while until we get everything figured out see you soon well apparently um, from what i'm hearing is right now they have a huge contract offer from wwe like wwe threw double the amount that they paid the oc to stay wow and they got paid quite well didn't they like, oh yeah and like apparently they're really 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 considering it i think i think they'll stay i think they've had some success okay they've done some jokey stuff but they've been used like you do always see revival in amongst it like i don't know i've never really got what everyone was saying like okay they've done some of the jokey stuff like the stuff with the usos was terrible um i get it but i don't know like i think um i think they'll stay i think they'll stay. um they are the first ever triple crown tag team champions so they're not doing too bad um no i i i i've always liked them yeah, no, I have. I liked them in NXT. Um, I've liked them all the way through. So I think it's, uh, I think it's all good. Um, and the only other one, I think it was today, wasn't it? MJF says he's no longer working for the Major League Wrestling. Like he's not doing anything with them anymore, is he? So, well, I think that's yeah. just him wrapping up the rest of his indie yeah. stuff. Yeah, um, yeah, that's what I think it is. Like uh, I think he just he announced it today, didn't he? Saying that. It's uh, it's all over so i'm guessing there's a lot you know, of... he's probably gonna be AEW's top heel probably in the making isn't he? yeah like he's definitely i think if you look at from where people have gone he's definitely taken his opportunity at AEW. um i would say but yeah and then of course the we would triple h interview about page and edge was interesting <laughs> um i think edge will be back i can't see page being didn't they say that page had the neck of an, a 90 year old woman Something yeah like you think do you think she... either will be back or i mean i thought i would pop if i see edge yeah like Edge more than anything. I mean, I remember what was the Royal Rumble he come back when he won, and I, that one I popped hard because I wasn't expecting him back. He had the best uh, theme ever, uh, and I yeah. will pop. Yeah, yeah. Like I when he uh, retired on SmackDown and he went back and did his entrance again. That was one of the most emotional times for me watching wrestling. I have to say, like for me, Edge because the, the brand split. Edge was SmackDown, you know. Um, Edge was a SmackDown guy. Like, his stuff with Undertaker was amazing. Uh, the stuff with Vicky was great. You know, the Edgeheads and stuff. Like, he's a SmackDown guy. And uh, it would... As much as the fan in me wants to see him back, I don't want him back at the same... You know, at the same time, if he if he is hurt and he's just forcing it. But I don't know. You know, Edge has kids. You know. I did The bit I did laugh is when he said... Edge has kids, you know, and Paige, maybe. She probably has some she doesn't know of. Ah! <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. I was just like, oh, dude. <laughs> Triple H, easy now. <laughs> but I, I like the fact sometimes that Triple H does sort of play on that stuff a little bit, you know? Um, but, yeah, that one stood out because I, I wrote that down. I'm like, oh, my God, look what he's done. 
Oh yeah, no, Triple H has like he he has way too much fun with in jokes. Like last year when they brought him when they brought in Billy Gunn for the Hall of Fame, they just shit on him the whole entire time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, amazing. Um uh, one thing I do like, I like this Austin show that they do, this broken skull sessions. I really like it better them. than his I like it better than the original podcast he was doing yeah. on the network. Yeah, Although I I love real. the, I still love the Vince McMahon one he did because that was one of my favorite things is mm-hmm. just watching Austin being like, well, we're out of time, and then Vince McMahon like literally breaks character, goes, excuse me, I'm Vince McMahon, and he looks over <laughs> at the producer and goes, whatever's playing next, cancel it. And he goes, see, I have the power to do. Like he literally goes, I have the power to do this. Keep going. The interview continues. And I went, whoa. <laughs> like, he literally went from, like, Vince McMahon to Vince McMahon. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but I, I, I found all of them really interesting. Like, I, the Taken one was great. Even the Goldberg one was good. But this Kane one was really good. And it taught me some stuff about it was nice to see... <coughs> the behind the scenes of Kane a little bit, you know, like all the stuff that you only ever talk about. Cause to be fair, until he's been mad, they have kept Kane quite a secret, you know? Um, yeah. And it was interesting to see that Kane was partly Cornette's idea. <laughs> that was <laughs> interesting. Well, yeah. I mean, as much as I hate Cornette, I've watched a bunch of Fabe's interviews and stuff like that. And like the timelines. And he said that like, they called him up. They were like, we need a big dude. And Cornette apparently was like, I can find you one. Here's this guy in Memphis. No, but they're, they're a great show. I, I've enjoyed uh, I've enjoyed watching. Uh, yeah, it feels a bit different than his podcast. Like, it feels a bit more personal, you know? Other than the, the one with Dean Ambrose, where he pretty much... Well, that's Dean why Ambrose I was saying... He didn't want to see. Here's the thing. I'm on the opposite side of that. I don't think he called Dean Ambrose out. Dean Ambrose, if like I know a person who knows him personally, he is a very private and he's a very private and concealed guy. Like what you see on TV is not him in real life. He is a very, very shy and quiet guy. Like he don't like to talk about his past. He was, you know, his mom was into shit. He 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 grew up a really really rough a really really rough life, and he don't like to talk about it. And like Austin was pressuring him to talk about it, and he was politely kept saying like, "I you know it's what it is. I don't want to really get into it." So I suppose like when you don't know the other side of Ambrose, you would see that as him. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I get that, but. Yeah, it was just, I enjoyed that one too, though. Not as much as Ambrose being on the Jericho podcast, you know, but <laughs> that one was... Well, fun. see, he was able to be himself on there. Mm. That was the difference, is yeah, yeah. the one on there, like, Austin's asking him private information that he don't really like to talk about. Mm. Yep. But yeah, so it's been quite an interesting week, to be fair. All things happening, going on. Did you manage to catch any wrestling? I mean, I, I'm all still sort of super excited about NXT UK TakeOver. I was about to say. Boy. I watched that. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Like, so for me, Tyler Bate 
and maybe even Jordan Devlin got to be the best in Europe right now, I would say. Maybe they would be in discussion like <coughs> four worldwide, especially Tyler Bate. Like, their match was something else. Oh, and to be fair, I've not been a fan of Jordan Devlin. Not going to lie. Haven't been huge on it. Um, but he impressed me last night. That's, oh, what was it, Saturday night? Yeah, last night, Saturday night. Um, I don't know. Like, the only other bit, like, why haven't they been called up yet? Why are they still on this UK show? Like, what more? Because someone, I like... I think it's more of they are comfortable... Like, it's, they are comfortable being in the UK and helping out the UK promotions while still being under WWE contract. Because with NXT UK, they're filming seven, eight episodes in one shot and then going off to do Progress and ICW. Yeah. So I think it's more of they have a lot of respect and pride when it comes to the places that made them. And they want to stick over there. The only reason why Pete Dunne is not on those knows anymore and is on like an exclusive deal was because when he was being lent out he got hurt up here in New York Yeah, he got hurt by a wrestler who stiff shotted him with a belt and busted his face open and he had to miss a couple of shows and it cost WWE some money and then WWE was like hey listen that's our UK champion you can't be doing this Right, yeah. So they signed him over to an exclusive, but like a lot of the other guys, the that's why NXT UK is the way NXT UK is, and it's not on, it's not at full sale or anywhere. It's over there because it's to help them where they are under WWE contract. They don't have to travel back and forth to the US. Mm. Yeah. And then if they're good enough, they get thrown up to the regular NXT. And I suppose, like, it, you know, seeing how good the pay-per-view is, it probably makes more people watch the weekly UK show, and they probably want to keep the stars on that. So, yeah, I guess so. But just for Tyler Bate, like, he's just done so many good matches that you need to see him on a bigger stage, I think. But I am going to complain about one bit, the main event. I did not like the way they're booking Walter, especially in this match. Seeing him, why? Why is he like fighting? Every... Why is he fighting one of the coffee? I don't know. Joe Coffee is not a main event guy for me. Like it's it was not, not one even, point of me. It's not even that. It's the fact that Joe Coffee's he's a tag guy over there in the in NXT UK. Why are you doing that and not finding somebody to fight him? That's not. Exactly, and then everyone knows that a Joe Coffey, and they're booking Walter as every cliched heel stable leader that has to have help to win. Ah, that that's not what Walter is. He's never come across I mean, like that. Walter is a machine. I mean, heck, to, you know? not, heck, not to take away from Dragonoff and Baylor, but they could have done Baylor and Walter, and they would have blew the house off. Yeah, 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 hundred percent. I mean, it did get saved. I mean, big spoiler alert, did get saved by the end. Like, I wasn't expecting that. Uh, Undisputed Era arrived and attacked them hard. Um, Yeah, yeah. 
to beat the snot out of them, which was um, which was a big surprise, big big surprise. Um, but the Ukraine crowd went nuts for it. Well, that's all building toward, there. That's <laughs> building towards that uh, the head to head. Yeah, the four on four Imperium undisputed era has to happen. Has to happen very soon. I'm guessing it's going to. Uh, well, that's the that's like closer. the main event for the head to head. So yeah, it was good to see. I wasn't expecting it, but the main event disappointed me. I would say that's my least favorite water match, I think, um, which is a shame because it was really, really good show. Like the women's match was good. Um, the tag match was really good. I was surprised that, that Gallus won. I'm not going to lie. I am surprised. Um, I wasn't expecting them to win. thought they were going to lose their titles. I'm not really too sure who to, but I really didn't think they were going to keep them. Um, but they have, so fair play. Uh, but overall, again, the UK, the UK show is really, uh, is really on fire at the minute. Like, there's a lot of talent there, a lot of talent there doing a lot of good things. You know? Oh, definitely. I, I have yet to have a complaint about. And ex- just need need more Noam Dar. <laughs> but I am biased. <laughs> um, the only other bit, I suppose, big news this week is Morrison's back. John Morrison is is back. Um, interesting way that they brought him back. Um, that was I liked how he randomly just did a thing. <laughs> yeah, like, and it just shows like he hit that move in street clothes, <coughs> perfect. <laughs> like, you know when you watch it, you're like, ah, oh, that's John Morrison. I remember him. <laughs> like, he took out Big E clean in street clothes without missing a beat on his feet, over his head. Um, I'm guessing it's just going to lead to Ms. Morrison for WrestleMania, is it? They're going to do a tag run for a bit? Like, do you think they'll, they'll turn yeah. Like, I'm guessing... I mean, they're, they're not going to turn them right away. They're, honestly, it's going to be something to, to rejuvenate the Miz. Because the Miz has been... You know, healer face right now. Miz has done everything that he can do as a singles guy. I suppose, and you know, Miz is always a safe pair of hands to bring anyone in. Like I remember when AJ well, Styles first came in, when he was sort of he's, he was the link between him and Jericho for a bit, and he know. he wrestles a safe style, as he as he said when he did that sh- when he went off on Daniel Bryan on that mm-hmm. epic shoot. Like the reason why I'm never injured is because of the style I wrestle. Why people mm-hmm. like you are, you know, wrestling yeah, yeah. for hot dogs, handshakes, and getting hurt. And not being able to be in the WWE as long. Yeah, the, yeah. If you look at it, the Miz never really has been out with any sort of injury. No, no, never, no, no. Yeah, he's not really since he's been around. Never really had any time off for that stuff, has he? I mean, um, he's taken time to go do to go film Marine and all that, but like when it comes to injuries and all that, he's never really been out for a year or six months. He's non-stop yeah 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 uh, uh, yeah no i love it i love it um and the rest of smackdown was a bit trash other than that really i thought <laughs> yeah uh, like the mandy back. rose thing like a really <laughs> rubbish distra- i don't know what they're doing with that i just i mean it was a big win for her to beat alexa but oh, it was a rubbish distraction finish and Braun Nakamura, like I don't know, like I'm not really feeling any of it. Um, I'll be rude's back. 
Yeah, yeah. And I like the way they said, like, he's back from the, the Roman Reigns beatdown. And we're like, do you think we're all <laughs> stupid? Like, <laughs> you think none of us read Twitter? <laughs> uh, read but Twitter. It's good. on their homepage. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it did look good. Like, the spinebuster on the table was, uh, was all right. Um, yeah, I know. It's nice to see Rude back. Um, yeah, good to see uh, Rude back. But that's about it for SmackDown for me. Good to see Rude back. Good to see the Usos <laughs> wrestling. You know, uh, I've always been one to say I want to see this um, Reigns Uso sort of faction. You know, I have always wanted to see it. Like, leave them doing that for a bit would be fine with me, I think, overall. Um, but yeah, and then uh, Raw is the only other. Is the only other thing that happened this week? Uh, it happened. Well, no, last week. Great. <laughs> no, yeah. I'm just saying it <laughs> happened. Yeah, Lesnar. <laughs> Nothing to. Re- Lesnar being yeah, number well, one in the Rumble, like, is there, all right. this, What worries me is that is it just now going to be Lesnar tossing people for like 20 minutes until whoever is facing him at WrestleMania comes? Out? No, I have a feeling they're going to have a big guy at either like a eight, a nine, or a ten. Like he'll 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 dominate maybe a couple of minutes there. You know, maybe a good 12, 13 minutes is going to be him throwing people around and getting rid of the Heath Slaters or the R-Truths. But, like, you're going to have some big surprise, maybe maybe Edge, maybe Punk, but it's going to be somebody. And whoever it is, is going to be the guy to feud with him at Mania. You think it's Cain Velasquez? I hope not. But yeah, I hope, I, like, I could see maybe if it is Cain Velasquez, they're going to do that again overseas because I just read that they are being, they are going back overseas. So. Uh, I just. Thank you. I like, I like at the this thought point. that I'm going to see Lesnar in the Rumble <laughs> again. Like, I, I like to watch Lesnar. Like, I know, like, we all get tired of it and, you know, champion. I get but that. But that, I like to watch is, Lesnar. You know? thing is, like, is everybody's like, oh, he's going to go in it. He's going to win. I'm like, not really. There's very, very, very little statistics on the person who becomes number one winning it. Yeah. Even for Lesnar's standard. But, um, yeah, it just worries me, you know, because it is Brock. Like, it wouldn't shock me if he did win it. <laughs> like, it wouldn't. Do they want to add him to that list of people, things that he's done? Like, I don't know, but. Um, well, he's already done it. Yeah. Yeah. He uh, won it back in like 03. Yeah, so it'd be then interesting. He, then he it'd fought be... Angle and he messed up his neck. Yeah. Oh, yeah. In the WrestleMania, wasn't it? When he missed the moonsault and knocked himself out. That was <laughs> the shooting star, oh, yeah. Man. Yeah, that was, that was crazy. Um, the, the other bit from Raw, a couple of bits, the Andrade Ray match. Now, the ref messed that up at the end, do you think? I think it was the ref <laughs> that messed that up. He had to get him back in the ring somehow. Yeah, because it was weird. Because, like, <laughs> Ray started doing, like, the end. And then they locked him in and the ref broke up the move. So I want, And then they did the whole sort of scene again, didn't they? Of Ray going to check on her and then hit the hammerlock. I just think maybe the ref messed that up, I think. Um, the, the finish was a bit flat because that was annoying because it was a good match again. Um, it was. Um, I so- mean, I'm guessing this is leading to him versus Ray for the mask. I'm guessing so. 
Yeah, I'm guessing so. I'm guessing because I know like, that they want they were pushing that like around last year that they wanted to do that, and then they like decided that they were gonna not do that. Yeah, I'm guessing that's what it is. Why? Because he, he took it as well, didn't he? He didn't throw it back at him, so he's actually taken his his mask. So uh, I'm guessing then, it's hmm. gonna be like a match versus title match at Mania or something. So. Yeah, maybe do that at Mania because I'm guessing they'll both be in the Rumble. Um, the Eric Rowan cage thing took a took a bit of a twist. Yeah, it's eating people now. Yeah, spitting blood or yeah, eating faces. <laughs> Scary Mojo Rawley. Like I have to say, Mojo Rawley's reaction was was. <laughs> I do like Mojo. Like. Maybe not even as a wrestler, but just as that guy in the back, you know? I do like his sort of interludes. Um, his reaction was great. It's funny, I was talking <coughs> to a friend of mine. Now, I know he's going to listen because he messaged me this. And he put a suggestion out saying, do you think that maybe it's a bit of Sister Abigail in his cage? See, I don't think it's got anything to do with the Wyatt family. I think it's going to be like some sort of pet gremlin or something. The, the WWE's version of Baby Yoda, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then there was a bit more Lashley and Lana stuff. Um, I'm guessing that it's starting to come at to a head with Lashley screaming "shut up" to Lana. That was that set the mood a little bit different, don't you think? Like it stopped. He he did it in a way where everyone sort of shut up, and you're like, oh wait, <laughs> like wait. I mean, because Bobby Lashley, like, it's always puzzled me how they how they booked him since he's back. Because Bobby Lashley, on paper, is like the only one really that could be a serious contender to Brock Lesnar if you look at it on paper with achievements, you know. And yet he's booked in this nonsense. I still think it's Owens and Lesnar. What a mania? Yeah, I, yeah. I think it. I think it has to be. There's not really anyone else left, is there? Like, which again, I could see Owens being a guy to eliminate him in the Rumble as like a. Shocker. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. I think so. It'd just be uh be interesting to see what, what they do. So you you guys will already know. We we record this on the Monday before Raw. So you'll already know and you'll be yelling at us going, Ah, it's this. Um I I have I, mean, I have it's, to uh It's rumble season. This is when I become like the kid because I love Yeah. I love the rumble. See I'm I'm a big, from Survivor Series, Survivor Series has always been one of my favorites, all through to the Rumble. I love that gap because it's almost like panic stations for like, oh my God, we haven't had a great summer. <laughs> we got to make WrestleMania great. So things happen, you know, between Survivor Series and Royal Rumble. Um, I would like to put a little piece out for the destruction of No Way Jose. Like, oh, <laughs> Drew McIntyre just annihilate. And, like, so I, I, I represent No Way Jose in an EFED. And he's a big guy. He's a, he's a superstar to me. And then to watch McIntyre, like, he just killed him and his conga line. And I don't hey, know. Hey, listen, Do I'm in the same were... set and he beat up Kurt Hawkins the oh, other week, all right? Yeah, God. It was just <laughs> destruction. Like, it was just destruction. Oh, I was just the... But he likes the cheeseburger guy. And I was like, that's so funny. <laughs> I don't know. It almost felt, though, like Drew was, was being a face. Do you know what I mean? Did you get the feeling? I mean, maybe that's what they're going with. Maybe they're eventually going to turn him face. Yeah, because he seemed to be involving the crowd about teasing one more one more time and the crowd were cheering it. And then when he made the joke about liking the cheeseburger guy. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like, I don't know. It seemed, uh, it seemed good. 
Um, so, and also, I have to say, Alistair Black, Shelton Benjamin, where on paper I was quite excited to see that. Don't you think Shelton ben- Benjamin looks old now? Like, I don't know. His performance looked like an old man. <laughs> um, but it was I great can after. watch. Listen, I'm digging this rivalry because I can watch him and tear the house down anytime. And I really like that they gave Buddy Murphy almost a win. I mean, he he beat the snot out of him after that match. Um, and yeah, like Alistair Black took a beating. Like they've not booked one that strong over the other. Like, okay, I know Alistair Black has has the wins at the minute, but not after Raw. Do you know what I mean? No, like, it's Buddy a, Murphy it's a, stood tall. It's a solid feud. I love it. Yeah, yeah, really good. And I could watch him go for a while. Like they've got a few, they, more, a few more months. They out of bring that. out the best in each other. Hundred percent, hundred percent. Because you feel like Alistair Black's like comment of "Give me a fight." You feel like someone like Buddy Murphy, Buddy Murphy will will give him that fight. You know, like you can believe it. Um, yeah. And then we, I suppose we we've avoided it all along. The main event, the return of the man. <laughs> how many? How? how how many times has the man come back? And I actually still sing along to his theme tune. <laughs> the big show is back. Like, you can't help but... I was actually pleased to see him. <coughs> I was actually happy to see Big Show back. Tense enough and he turns heel tonight on. <laughs> I was waiting for him to turn around and knock Kevin Owens out. I literally I'm like, was. <laughs> I'm like, wait, wait. They're, they're, they're saying there's a match. This, this, they're saying that's a match this week. So I'm like. And every comment. I'm, I'm going to call it now. Like, <laughs> you're, you're just falling for it. You guys keep trusting the man. Because the thing is, like, every new faction has a big guy. I could see Big Show going with AOP and Rollins. But like, I could see it. Exactly. And, you know, I, I'm pretty sure, like, all the comments have been, isn't it? The most surprising thing is that show didn't knock him out and turn. It's the longest he's been faced <laughs> for years. <laughs> um, I'm expecting it. And that's why I think he's been brought back. I am expecting him to align with Seth at some point. You know? um, but it is actually really good to see Big Show back. I'm, I'm actually quite, uh, quite pleased to see, um, to see Big Show back. Like, I, I thought he was almost done. Um, but I'm quite happy. So yeah, that's that's pretty much the week in review. There's not much other news. I think we caught that at the beginning. Um, it's it's funny. Okay, literally, as I've just just been spoken, uh, Revival have filed new trademarks outside of WWE for Shatter Machine and RFTRKO, which is the stable name they had with Randy Orton. So, um, and that's for hats, shirts. And other bits and pieces, and the FTRKO against hats, shirts, and everything. Um, so they've just literally filed those. So that could be interesting because that's outside the W. Mm. Uh, I'm guessing uh, it's going to be. Um, I, I'm guessing they're going to. Yeah, I have a feeling they're going to resign. Yeah, I do. Um, oh, the other bit, I suppose. CM Punk and his uh, his oh yeah, like wow. Um, I actually think it was it was a a stupid tweet. Well, listen, CM Punk 
has an ego and it gets hurt a lot. Mm. It all started because Renee Young was talking with The Miz and The Miz cockily said, hey, my episode is probably the best episode you had. And she went, no, that, that would be the episode where CM Punk returned. And he went, sorry, I didn't change the culture. That's all he said. Yeah. Nothing like, like, like the tweet that he got in return. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't think he seems very interested in this gig, this backstage at all. I think, I actually think he just did it to open the door of a conversation of coming back, you know? Um, I did well, like, he's, getting paid, he's getting paid this shit on the WWE, which he was doing anyway. Yeah, I mean, he's getting paid by Fox. You know, I, I, I don't know. Like, if I was Fox, they're obviously paying him quite well. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. He belongs in the ring, not being mocked by David Arquette and tweeting Miz and being called a loser by Renee Young. That's pretty much all that's happened on backstage, really, isn't it? There's not much else that's <laughs> happened. I mean, I did... David Arquette knocking his UFC career was was quite funny. It was it was I did enjoy. It. Um, so yeah, I just uh, found it quite funny. But um, yeah, I don't know. It was it was a stupid thing to do because it was it was a real attack. It wasn't like banter, you know. It wasn't like a joke. He proper sort of launched into Miz for not much. Like, yeah, I don't know. Um, that's it. I think that's it. We'll see what happens. Uh, next. But I don't think the backstage thing's working out with Punk. Not like I thought it was. I don't really watch. See, I don't really watch backstage though. Well, no one does, do they? It's hovering around like the hundred thousand mark. <laughs> so doesn't sound like many people watch it. I mean, I sometimes watch the little clips that they put on like Facebook or YouTube. You know, like just little bits. Um, oh yeah, I, I wouldn't I watch check the that out. Like Baron Corbin was actually really good on it. Yeah. Baron Corbin, man. Like, I like Baron Corbin. I love how people, like, don't get... Like, I love how he was, like, he he was just like, I get paid to make kids cry. (laughs) He loves it. He loves being a heel. And I would say he is the top heel of the company right now. He plays it so well, you know? Like, he plays it so well. You are supposed to hate him. You know, like, when we go back, JBL's title run, you're supposed to hate it like you did with a passion. Jinder Mahal's title run, hate it. But that's the point of it. Like, you need that heel character. You need that guy to hate for... Yeah, you're not supposed to like it. No, you're not. And, like, when I see people sort of, how many chances do Baron Corbin need to get? The man's playing his role perfect. Like, he is a heel. Like, he still draws on that ending Kurt Kurt Angles thing. You know, being king of the ring. And to be fair, Baron Corbin, like... I, I honestly still think he, you know, he got made a scapegoat for Raw being rubbish by the McMahon family when it was just storyline of their, their booking. And he's come out of it strong. Like, no, more power to Baron Corbin. We're going to end on the fact that Baron Corbin is doing it well. So stop, stop, stop hating on a hill when you're <laughs> supposed to hate him. <laughs> right. I think that's us unless you've got anything Alrighty. else. No, that's it. Cool. Guys, please. So we're the website all up and running. We are now on a lot more platforms. We're on Breaker. We're on something else. I can't remember the name of it. Begins with S. But if you go to the website, there are links to it everywhere. Um, we're also on the website podcast.co. Look for us on there, and it can you can download it on so many new devices. A lot of good things are happening on the pod. We appreciate everyone that listens and everyone that gives us feedback as always. And we will be back next week. Till then. 
Don't be an idiot on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> See you later, my man. All right.